Like in every family, it started with hope. Marguerite Francis was the fifth of John and Dora Clavery's six children, a lively, pretty girl. She was born in 1907 in New Orleans, a multicultural city with a prosperous sea and river port and a burgeoning music scene that spilled out into the streets. The Claveries lived on Phillips Street in a poor, racially mixed neighborhood, relying on John's small salary as one of the city's first streetcar conductors. Both Marguerite and her eldest sister, Lillian, remembered their childhood as a happy one, even though Marguerite was only four when her 33-year-old mother died. My father was a very good man. He didn't drink, and he was all for his family, Lillian recalled. We did pretty well. We were a happy family. We were singing all the time, and I often say that we were much happier than children are today, even though we were very poor. Nearly half a century later, Marguerite would remember fondly a pink dress she wore to her elementary school graduation, where she sang Little Pink Roses. Most likely the actual title was A Little Pink Rose, a 1912 parlor song particularly touching if sung by a young girl who lost her mother. Oh, little pink rose of your mother's heart, have you faded and gone away? Has the garden gathered my little pink rose for his loveliest garden today? She and her siblings often sang and danced, encouraged by an aunt who would later take up her rug to make room. We really had a lot of fun, Lillian said, remembering that Marguerite had a good singing voice and had learned to play by ear the piano her father had bought for five dollars. She also played the ukulele, taking part in the many house parties and other gatherings in the neighborhood. I had a very happy childhood and a very full childhood, Marguerite said. Rosalie recounted those early years failed to secure Marguerite any version of psychological stability or well-being as an adult. By 17, she had dropped out of high school to work for a New Orleans law firm as a receptionist and soon met her first husband, Edward John Pick, Jr. Her marriage to Eddie in 1929 was the first of three short marriages for Marguerite, two of which would end in divorce and the other with her a widow. While Lillian would stay married to the same man and live in the same house, Marguerite would move dozens of times, never finding a place she could truly call home. The marriage lasted less than a year before they separated, Marguerite still pregnant with their child. Later she would say that Eddie had not wanted children, a view that she often shared with her first son John to explain their divorce. She also told Lillian that Eddie had lied about the size of his salary and that she would unfortunately be going back to work. Years later, Eddie explained their breakup like this. We couldn't make it. We just couldn't get along, you know, so we finally decided to quit trying and call the whole thing off, which we did. While the passage of time may have softened Eddie's feelings, The differences were surely deep enough that he never saw Marguerite or their son again after the divorce became final in 1932. Still, for the next 18 years until 1950, he regularly sent Marguerite cashier's checks for $40, 
an amount she often complained to John was not enough.